I've been waiting like a turtle in a hot stew in August. Adam Burns had a meeting that went right up until well, past showtime, quarter past showtime, according to his balls. Anyway, we're here now. We're queer now. My name's Joe Batanz. His name's Adam Burns. And this is Throwing Down! I said at the top of the show, my name's Joe Batanz, and I'm one of the hosts of a show called Throwing Down that we do from the Smoky Mountains. Wherever are the Smoky Mountains? Where are the Smoky Mountains at, Adam? No, I think the Smoky Mountains are in Tennessee or oh, West Virginia okay. or somewhere. Yeah, the, from, the Ozark do, Mountains. Yeah, here. we do. That's where we do the show from, from the Ozark Mountains, wherever state that is in. Are they actually smoky, Adam? I don't know. I don't. It's the Ozark Mountains here. It's not the Smoky Mountains. Two different. I never said we were you where you were. I said we were in the How Smoky Mountains. I've never been to the Smoky Mountains. Yes, well, you have. have. Because where are we doing the show from? I told you we've been doing the show from the Smoky oh. Mountains of wherever they're from. So I travel to the Smoky Mountains every couple every, of weeks. Every couple. Girl, you travel four hours to go get your hair did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Which. <laughs> I, I didn't get to it today. I got real busy, but we need. I have so I have some notes from your show that I have a bunch of things I need to bring up. I mean, I feel like our whole show should just be your notes from Geeky Gay because I never have. We never have anything new to talk about. Oh, I have new things to talk ever. about. Oh, dude. And I and I actually did the recipe. Do you want to know what bothers me so bad about my friend Daniel Brewer? You know he's going to start listening to the show, so okay. That's fine. All right. Every single time I mention something on my show with him mm-hmm. that I've already mentioned on my personal journal podcast, mm-hmm. he rubs it in my face. Of course, Adam, I know you already said that. And he just like stop. And I'm wanting to discuss it with someone because on my personal journal podcast, I'm talk. I'm not talk. I want to have a discuss. And, and every single time. Oh, it bothers me so bad. But then I want you to discuss it on here and you say no. Well, yeah. No, I do. I do discuss things on here. All right. Well. Anyway, about Oh, so what I was saying before we started recording, mm-hmm. which is going to be apropos of nothing. We're just starting this show. But you said, do you want to say that on the show? Mm-hmm. We were discussing RuPaul's Drag Race. Sure. Start your engines. Look, I don't know if this is controversial. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it is because everything I say, people disagree with. Ugh. Sure. But um, I like RuPaul. No, I like I RuPaul. Uh, I can't believe that you're siding with like five-time Emmy Award winning RuPaul and going on a limb and saying that you like RuPaul. No, I like RuPaul. I feel like everyone hates RuPaul. Okay. Like everyone. Why do you say her name like that? Why do you say RuPaul? RuPaul. Ru- RuPaul. RuPaul. How do you How do you say it? RuPaul. RuPaul. Okay. I like RuPaul. RuPaul. Okay. The person. Oh, we've never met. Okay. But I like. Do, do I say her or him? She says you can call her whatever you want. You can say him. You can say her. You can say whatever. Okay. I like him. Okay. I like him. And I feel like a lot of watchers of the show mm-hmm. do not. 
Yeah. And I do. What What are your thoughts? Is that controversial? Do, are there people that like it depends on who you're talking to. There, well, look, RuPaul, I mean, people obviously very much like RuPaul. They tune in every week. Um, I, I, I have mixed feelings. I think RuPaul is RuPaul. And what I mean is I, I feel like RuPaul – and, you know, I'll, I'll give RuPaul this. Uh, RuPaul's only doing the show that RuPaul wants to do. And that's actually really hard to do. You know, because there are a lot of people with their own vested interests who want the show to be what they want it to be. And look, she's had to give in here and there for certain things. Like, I, I'm pretty sure RuPaul would rather not have trans people on the show. She's made that clear. She has trans people on the show. They just changed, you know, a joke from, you know, about six years ago, they changed a joke from She-Male to she Ray done had hers. They now have changed the theme song as of this year from All-Star 6. And um, I'm sure RuPaul wishes it could be uh, different, but um, but RuPaul. So I just want to say, I'm sorry to interrupt you. This yeah. is very important. Breaking news in the chat room: Luke says he's questioning the way he says RuPaul now. Mm-hmm. It's been repeated too many times. It's like <laughs> it's like the word Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, I Daniel always said anyway. It doesn't matter. So I, I interrupted you for really nothing at all. Yeah. Please keep going. Uh, and I think that RuPaul makes decisions that, for the most part, that RuPaul thinks are the best decisions for RuPaul. And sometimes I agree with those decisions, sometimes I don't. Here's the deal. What I will say is I am not, like, I don't worship at the feet of RuPaul like a lot of fans do and think that everything RuPaul does is golden. And there are some people who might think that I think that everything RuPaul does is shit. I don't. But to a person who thinks that everything RuPaul does is wonderful, thinks that I just shit on RuPaul all the time. I don't think either. I just like him. Her. Okay. You can say I, I just uh, – I enjoy – I don't – okay. Here's the deal. Yeah. This is the main part of it. Yeah. I think he's an incredible drag queen. Okay. In my opinion. I'm no expert, but mm-hmm. I enjoy his type of drag, whatever okay. that is. Okay. Also – I've watched the versions that don't have him as a host, mm-hmm. Canada or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sucks without him. Okay. In my opinion. Like mm-hmm. I like he brings so much to it for me. I don't enjoy the versions that don't have him on it. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I know this isn't a RuPaul show, but I just wanted to – I wanted to get that off my chest. Well, from I, what, I, what I learned is you really want to be on a RuPaul show very badly. <laughs> no, I just want to be wanted, Joe. That's all I want in You even life. brought it up on State of the Station. I want, I want know, people to want me. On Pride 48 State of the Station, you even brought this up. Now, now let, let's do what we always do at the top of our shows. Before you tell me your story from the week, before I tell you any of my stories, what I do is I ask you about certain things that you've brought up on your award-winning podcast, Geeky Gay. Okay? Yeah. And I wish I would have taken more thorough notes because I really found myself very angry at you a, a lot. Over the past couple of weeks. But these are only the ones from my memory. Uh, First, and I'm going to let you, here's the deal. This is a good opportunity for you to give, you know, condensed versions of long thread. Because sometimes a lot of these stories I'm going to bring up right now, they occurred over several days on Adam's podcast. But he can condense into like, you know, a shortened version because the story has played out. Can you please tell the story? And then I want to give my comment about 
you were listening to a tech show and they had you go to this uh, website that would rate your attractiveness. I knew. I knew this was going to be brought up. It's, it's super simple. There's a podcast. They were talking about a website, hownormalami.eu. Wait, before you, you say there. anything, I want no one to go to this website or at least finish this conversation before you go to this website. Go ahead. You go there mm-hmm. and artificial intelligence mm-hmm. examines your face. Mm-hmm. And makes predictions about you. Mm-hmm. And one of them is how attractive you are. Yeah. One of them is how old you look. Mm-hmm. And one of them is what is your body mass index. Okay. And it supposedly bases this information on machine learning that has taken thousands, if not millions of photos mm-hmm. and determined, for instance, they would, they maybe pull in hot or not data. Mm-hmm. And they have all the photos and they say, you know, based on how similar your face is to the hot faces or the not so hot faces, this is what score we give you. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is I just was not able to get a good score no matter what I did. And I've been told I'm an attractive person in life, but now this artificial intelligence thinks I'm ugly. And it bothers me. I went there so many times. I tried for my cell phone. I tried for my professional camera in here. I tried for my webcam. I made faces. The the best score I could get was like a six. But most of the time, it was around like a four point something. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm not. Anyway. But I have low self-esteem. And now an artificial intelligence is telling me I'm ugly, Joe. It's not fun being me. Yeah. So <clears throat> everyone got a taste of what, as we as the listener, heard for about two or three days. And other listeners were calling in and saying, well, I got a 10. Yeah, yeah. You know, was, and all this kind I of was, stuff. Oh, I no. was very, I was applauding those people quietly about how how much they knew they were bugging you. And they were like... Uh, a fatty called to you and talked about how it said he was younger and, and more attractive than you. And hold on, I have to sneeze. Hold on. Okay. And, uh, One of those I, people that has to do three in a row. I did two. Oh, okay. And, um, I usually do one or two. Now, I've never, I don't think I've ever done three. Maybe I have, but I don't remember. That uh, looked like three, but yeah, because it took a while for that first one to hit. Okay. It took a while for that first one to hit. All right. Uh, I was very amused by those people. Uh, because I, I knew what they, they knew what they were doing. I knew what they were doing and it was working exactly as they wanted it to do. Anyway, I will say there was one point where you're going on and on and I kind of tuned out uh, just like for a second. And then you caught me, you brought me back cause you were like, cause then there was a long pause. I should have pulled the audio. There was a long pause and you were like, I don't even know why I care about what a computer thinks of me. And I was like, <laughs> Oh my god, he's still on this. Like it was two or three days, uh, 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 and I was just like, "What, Adam? This is nonsense." All it was was a way for them to just pull information about you. Why are you buying into anything? That's like someone, uh, uh, you know, what celebrity you look like on Facebook? One of those quizzes, and you're like falling for it. No, it was a well. I mean, I don't have any way to verify this, but based on what little research I did. Mm-hmm. 
they it all happens on your own computer. They're not pulling any of your information. So, okay, anyway. I could be wrong, but that's. But why? Why do? Why? Look, Mark thinks you're attractive, correct? Well, yeah. So of then, course. So then, what do you care? It, there's not enough time in this podcast. Look, I, I will know. say this. I I'll, don't know. I I'll just have low self-esteem. It's just a I'll thing. I'll tell you this. I had my own thing yesterday, and I will tell you about it, and you'll probably think I'm crazy. And the way you'll think I'm crazy is the way that I think you're crazy. So you'll get you know, the shoe will get to be on the other foot. Okay. The other one thing I want to bring up with you, this is actually from re- very recently. I think it was from yesterday or something. I think that you don't have good produce in Arkansas because you were talking about your hatred of watermelon. All right. And you were talking about how there's too many seeds. Now, I don't know if I live in some magical place in California, but I would say it's even, it's hard to get a watermelon with seeds out here in California. They're all seedless. Okay. And also, I think maybe are you guys not getting good water because uh, uh, because are ripe- they Joe? Are they really seedless? They say they're seedless, but then a seed is going to sneak in there. I don't think I ever get a seed. In fact, I want a watermelon right now, and I think you guys you guys are maybe getting shitty watermelons out in Arkansas because a ripe watermelon is so sweet. Uh, I'm not a big fan. I don't like the texture. You know what? Okay, um, the texture is a different story. But you were saying the- that they were very bland and a lot of seeds, and I was like, what kind of watermelons are you eating? So, uh, well, Joe, all I can say is the the watermelon capital of the United States is in Arkansas. Okay, then that's even that's okay. So wait, so they that's don't. Fine. There must not be shitty watermelons. No, I'm agreeing with you. I didn't know that. You you just let me know. Yeah. So I'm agreeing. I, I didn't know that. So oh, it's where Bill Clinton's from. Oh, okay. So okay. So that even gives less. So you should be having the best watermelons. Yeah, I just don't – I don't enjoy them. Well, okay. Look, I haven't had a watermelon in years. So I don't know. I mean, yes, I know they have seedless, but back in the day when I used to eat seedless, they would still sneak a seed in there occasionally. Mm-hmm. You would get a seed, and I don't like to – I don't like to eat things that are work. I don't like eating ribs because it's too much work and you get messy. I don't mm-hmm. like it. I need boneless things. And I don't want to eat things with seeds in them that I've got to figure out. I've got to spit out a seed or I'm going to be – I just – it's not a – Oh, not, wait. I like an artificial watermelon flavor. Wait. Hold on for a second. Jordan Darling just reminded me of something in the Discord. That didn't mean that I like eating you, watermelon. You've had sex with a watermelon. Yeah, but a watermelon – yeah, it's it, – that is what it should be used for, not eating. That that's the bottom line. I forgot that you fucked a watermelon. Is that weird? Because that's one of your defining, you know, traits. I saw a video. Someone else had done it before me. I wanted to recreate the video. Did it actually feel good? A long time ago. Did you actually? Did it actually feel good? Because in the video, you're like, oh yeah, oh. Did it actually feel good? Yeah, it did. But but the thing is, I have sensitive skin, apparently. Okay. And those fruits have are acidic, you know? Okay. Or have a little bit of acid and so um it irritated my skin afterwards. And was a little bit painful after the fact. So So another update is, you know, my boyfriend Aiden is obsessed with watermelons. Loves them. Loves them like in a way that it's like weird. Like he loves them. Loves them. For 
if he and I'm not even being funny, if he had his way, my pet name for him would be Watermelon. He loves watermelon so much. Okay. And but here's the other thing too. He throwing down, and I've mentioned it on this show, throwing down is his favorite Joe Batan's Afterthought Media podcast. He loves throwing down, loves Adam Burns. And I was talking to him on the phone today, and I said, I have bad news for you. Adam just said he hates watermelon. <laughs> I don't And he was quiet sure. for a second. He goes, Tell him he's a fucking idiot. He got really upset. I can look, I can take it. We all you know, we all have different tastes. I also don't like seafood, you know, and a lot of people love seafood. I don't like any of it. If it mm-hmm. swims, I don't like it. So, you know, it is what it is. Maybe I'm a picky person. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Uh, and then finally, what I wanted to bring up was, this is not a long story. It was like a two-day affair. You were going to this park or something, and a, a couple of women were walking in the opposite direction of you. And you were really upset about them being in your path to the point where you and Mark. <laughs> yeah, we had a conversation. Well, I mean, every day we're like, oh, they're here again. They're going the wrong way. Well, why don't you explain to the audience what we're talking about? So we walk every day because I've gotten to the point in my life where I don't want to do anything more strenuous than walking. But we need to exercise. And so we walk every day. Okay. We go to the park and there's a path. And it's not a – look, it's not a very wide path. There's only room really for two people side by side. Mm -hmm. And – I don't know why, but it feels like counterclockwise is the way that you're supposed to be going on this path. Okay. I don't know why. When we first started walking, that's the way we went. Most other people Mm -hmm. also, when they're walking in this path, go count. I don't know why, but it Mm -hmm. feels right. You know, there are no arrows. They don't tell you what way to go, but everybody does it. Sure. And then we changed our time one week. Yeah. And we came across this mom and she's always walking with either her son or her daughter or or all three of them. Okay. And they walk the other way. Mhm. But not only do they walk the other way, yeah. For the first 4 or 5 days that we kept meeting them there, they basically refused to get out of the way. Mhm. When someone is passing them, they would just take up the whole thing and we'd have to go to the, go on the grass or whatever. Like, no, they weren't nice at all. Mark and I, when we pass someone, one of us will go behind the other and we'll make room so that it's like there are two lanes. Okay. But no, they couldn't do that. So it was just irritating to us. And then we were like, you know, everybody else walks the way we're walking. Why does this mother not just give up and give in to the crowd and go the way everyone else is going. Mm -hmm. But that was it. So everyone should know you've gotten a flavor of what throwing down. I'm not what the geeky gay is like. If you, if this, like I love this stuff. And if you love this stuff, the way I love this stuff, geeky gay, it's available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, This is the kind of stuff Adam brings every week, every day, not every week, every day, except you're not going to be on next week. Right. Yeah, and I'm not doing it. No, you shouldn't. 
No, I, yeah, you, you convinced me. I, well, I normally when I go on vacation, I take a mobile rig with me. Even when we went on a cruise ship, I was recording Geeky Gay from the cruise ship and mm-hmm. uploading it five Why? days a week. Why? But I decided, you know what? I podcast so much. I need a break from everything yeah. just for a week. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's it. So you want me to tell you one of my stories? Yeah, please. I'll tell you a fresh story a from fresh today. A fresh story. Is it going to be a Tomorrow's Geeky Gay? It will. I've already mm-hmm. recorded it. but Okay. Only part of it. I left part of it out because I'm oh. a little bit – I don't know. I'm a little bit nervous about sharing this, but, okay. but we all know this about me, so I'm going to share it. Mm-hmm. So I had my COVID test today. Okay. And uh, we already talked about the, the negative – uh, didn't we talk about the negative antibody test? Yeah, uh, I don't know if we talked about yeah. it on this show. Adam Burns uh, needs two tests to go on his vacation this weekend. A negative antibody test and or uh, a negative COVID test. And No, a positive antibody test oh, and that's right. or a negative COVID test. Okay. And uh, he got – first he got the antibody test and he was – so anxious because he wanted to have antibodies and he didn't know what he was going to do if he didn't have enough antibodies. Well, because the universe has a sense of humor, he didn't have enough antibodies. Okay. So neither course, Mark nor I. Yeah. Well, we've, I, we've both had our second shot and uh-huh. both of us. Mm-hmm. No antibodies. Yeah. No antibodies. And so um, now you got to get a, a, a negative COVID test. Yeah. And I mean, I'm pretty sure I was pretty sure I didn't have COVID. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. I'm, mm-hmm. I do not have COVID. Okay. But we I don't like going to the doctor, Joe. I d- and I don't go to the doctor, in fact, because I want to just die one day. I, I just want to, you know, be happy and eating whatever I want and doing whatever I want to do. And then just one day, just die. You know, I don't want... Because go, what is going to a doctor do? It just worries you. It's just... They're going to tell you all these things that are wrong with you. And then, you know, and then you, um, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So they're just going to, they're going to worry you. They're going to tell you things that are wrong with you. And then you're going to be like, oh my God, I'm going to die tomorrow. But then if you don't go, maybe you'll just die tomorrow, but you never worry. It's kind of my theory. Mm -hmm. Seems like a very healthy theory. (laughs) It's not. So, uh, and you know, I work out and I diet. I mean, I, I drink too many. I don't drink very often. I don't smoke. I, I don't take drugs. Like I don't do anything, but so I go today and I don't like to go to the doctor cause I'm afraid they're going to sneak in some test and tell me something I don't want to know. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, oh, I'm fine. They're just going to do a nasal swab and that's going to be it. They're going to tell me I'm having negative for COVID. And I go in there, and they take my vitals. I don't like my vitals being taken, Joe. I I refuse to get an Apple Watch or anything like that because I don't want to know my blood pressure. Well, it doesn't measure your blood pressure, but also you can turn that stuff off. Okay, go ahead. Or my because one time I I a couple of times when I was younger I I used one of those cuff things, and my blood pressure was higher than it should be. Mm-hmm. And so then I, every time I would go to the doctor and they would take my vitals, I would, I would worry about it. And, uh, 
So I, and I go today thinking they're just going to, and then they get out the stupid vitals machine. You know, the machine that they mm-hmm. roll up and they mm-hmm. put the cuff in. I'm, I'm like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I was just, I was getting worried just sitting there, you know, just watching her put the thing on my, I was like, oh, it's going to be horrible. And uh, they're going to tell me I'm dying tomorrow or something like that. And it's, a, it's just, it's horrible. Well, see, I mean, again, again, proof that I, that my worries come to pass when I was worried that I didn't have antibodies. Look at that. Negative for antibodies. I'm worried that my vitals are going to be bad. Mm-hmm. I have stage one, basically, of high blood pressure. No, you don't. Okay. Okay. Actually, I'm, I, no, 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 no. I'm at, I, let me lower that song, which by the way, I do want a cover of that song, but for you, of the song Superman, It's Not Easy by Five for Fighting, because I think that that song is very you. Anyway, so I'm going to tell you a story. I've told it on some show before, uh, the version of these stories, and it's going to make you feel better, okay? And that is what I would recommend you do. I would recommend you do the same thing that I'm going to tell you, okay? So... I used to always have perfect blood pressure, okay, when I went to the doctor, all right? And uh, then I had this, I don't know if you, uh, I don't know if you were, no, I never, I don't see you that much in person, but I got like this, like, you know, on Dr. Pimple Popper, one of those, like, giant lumps that people will have and get removed? Yeah. I didn't yeah. have one, like, I didn't have one Dr. Pimple Popper worthy TV show size, but I had a big lump on the back of my neck. Okay. It is kind of satisfying to watch her remove one of those. Yeah. And it's gross, so, though. Yeah. So I decided I was going to get it removed. So the doctor made an appointment for me to get it removed. So I show up, but, you know, they're going to cut you open, you know, and, I, I, you know, you just get nervous. Yeah. Um, getting it cut open, right? And again, up until this point, my blood pressure has always been perfect in the 120 over 80 category, okay? So I go there, and the woman, um, the the nurse is this horrible. Now, every other time I've had it taken, the nurses that help me go like, okay, we want you to sit still. We want you to be quiet. Breathe. Okay, we're going to take your blood pressure. Don't talk. Hey, keep your feet flat on the floor. I don't know if your nurse told you. You had to like all this stuff, right? And then no, she didn't tell me anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, and I just had a Mountain Dew before ex- going yo, in. Yeah, okay, you're, you're saying all this stuff. You're saying all the right things, okay? So, I, this woman now, and now this woman is like, so I'm sitting there, she wraps the cuff around me. I'm already nervous about the surgery, okay? And then she's going through my, this horrible witch is going through my, uh, record as the going as the machine's going, and it's like p- pinching my arm. I'm nervous about the surgery. She's like, "Oh my god, you have not uh taken your diabetes class, and you haven't taken your A1C, and you're gonna take your A1 like just nagging at me like your mom, right? Not your mom, but a mom, okay? And yeah, they do the blood pressure, and it's like uh 145 over 98 or something right and she goes oh my god right and starts freaking out to the point where i'm all, am i are they gonna admit me okay, i don't know what high blood pressure is right i don't know what it is and she's like oh my god oh my god i gotta tell the doctor um so anyway 
So the doctor, so I go into the surgery room. Doctor goes, is your blood pressure always that high? And I go, no. He goes, oh, all right. Does the surgery walks out, right? <laughs> so then I get an email from my uh, medical team and they're like, can you go get your blood pressure taken? Not your, your blood pressure taken again. And I was like, okay. So I go, I don't know why I went to the same location. I go to the same location. Oh, no, 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 no. I know what it was. I had to go a week later for a follow-up for the surgery. And they say at the follow-up, hey, your blood pressure was a little high. We want to take it again. I go, okay. And so I go in. It's the same fucking nurse, right? (laughs) It's the same fucking nurse. And she's like, your blood pressure was really high. Oh, oh, let me tell you this story, actually. Let me tell you this story. So my brother had a friend who had really high blood pressure and had gotten it under control. But I said, hey, uh, when Reese, I call my brother, I go, when Reese had his high blood pressure, he goes, I go, what was it? And he goes, oh, it was like 180 over like 120, like really, really bad, right? And I go, I, I, so I tell my mom and my brother, they go like, we've had, my parents, they don't have blood, high blood pressure problem. My mom has perfect high blood, blood pressure. She goes, I've had that before when I had to do this, this, and this, and this, right? So then my doctor says, can you come in for a blood pressure reading? I go in a week later, perfectly normal, right? But ever since then, ever since then, you would think that would be perfectly normal. I have what's called now, ever since, white coat syndrome. Have you heard of this? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I have white coat syndrome. Like you're afraid of... Well, I'm, I, I I'm afraid. Yeah, well. I'm afraid of getting the test. And you already said yeah. you have, you hate oh. getting your vitals taken. Oh. You weren't expecting it. You weren't expecting you hate, you hate doctors. You weren't expecting your vitals to be taken, right? And you were expecting blah 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 blah. And so, um, you you go in. So this woman pulls it out. You weren't expecting it. You just had a Mountain Dew. You're already nervous about the COVID test. Yeah, of course your blood pressure is going to be artificially high. My suggestion, I know you won't do this, but I I think it'll really allay your fears, is go on Amazon. A really good blood pressure, home blood pressure kit's like 25, 30 bucks, right? Buy it. I did the same thing. Let me tell you why. So I have this doctor that monitors my diabetes and she was like, I really want you to start taking your blood pressure. And I said to her, I told her about the white coat syndrome. So what I started doing was I bought one of these machines, right? And when you read the instructions for the machines, when you read the instructions, they tell you, and this is actually instructions they give people who have high blood pressure, because the people who usually buy these machines are people who have high blood pressure. So they, so they, so they have to buy these machines. They go, take your reading, you know, in the morning, but like an hour after you wake up, but before you eat, okay, take it in the morning. Before you do, sit for five minutes and just breathe and relax and then take the reading. And there's a couple of other things, too. And you will find, I promise, because I did it, and my blood pressure was totally normal, 100% normal. So I think you have white coat syndrome, so I don't think you really have stage one hypertension. Now, maybe you do. Now, by the way, if you do, if it's stage one, it's very easy to treat. You take medication, you change your diet, there you go. So anyway, it was 134 over 63, and it said abnormal. I Googled it immediately. That's not horrible, Adam. That's not horrible. And, uh, anyway, so I'm just saying, and I have had a, and she didn't say anything. Nobody even told. So she just took the vitals, left the room. Yeah. All right. You'll have your results in 15 minutes. Then a nurse practitioner comes in and uses his stethoscope. I don't know what he's doing. I'm like, I thought I was here for a, for a GD 
COVID test and you guys mm-hmm. want to, what are you going to do next? Stick something up my bum and check my prostate. I just want a COVID test, you people, <laughs> you know? All right, turn and cough. We're now going to check your balls. And uh, I, I don't know. It was just, and then I'm Googling everything. I'm Googling pulse. I'm Googling, you know, blood pressure. Yeah, because no, you're fine. Blood. You're fine. I don't know. Anyway, so that's it. But on the bright side, I am negative for COVID. And mm-hmm. so I am going to be able to go to St. Thomas. So <laughs> That'll be good. That's that's it. You're positive for crazy, though. That's what's sort oh. of weird. Uh, okay, Adam, why don't we do this? Let me see how much time we've been doing. Okay, yeah, that's perfect. Why don't we do, right now, why don't we do the cooking segment? Where this week, or this episode, I should say. Did you see my beautiful collage? Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a second. I'm actually worried about your sanity. So You're always worried about my sanity. Yeah. So, uh, the recipe we made is one that you recommended. It was a copycat version of um, uh, P.F. Chang's Chicken Lettuce Wraps. Uh, you got it from the website damndelicious.net. If you want to see this recipe, is it pinned? If it's not, I'll pin it right now. Uh, I'm pinning it. Okay, it's pinned. And uh, you can go to the Throwing Down Discord channel and see this recipe. And uh, you highly recommended it. And uh, we made this recipe this week. Um, uh, so, why don't you tell me about your experience making this item? Well, it's super easy. Um, you just, uh, I, there's not much to say. I mean, literally, you use ground meat. Um, uh, they recommend chicken, I think. But okay. I use ground turkey for everything. So, sure. And then it's just hoisin sauce, soy sauce, vinegar, garlic, ginger, and that's it. And then you, you, oh, and, um, um, water chestnuts. Mm-hmm. And it's super simple. It takes 10 minutes, you know, and then you, and it's lettuce wraps. So you, uh, we found the perfect lettuce. It's, I, I don't even know, but we found the perfect lettuce when we were grocery shopping, a perfect cup. And, uh, and it's super delicious. I mean, it, and it's really good for someone who's on a, like a Weight Watchers or something like that because it's filling, it's really flavorful. And we eat it all. I mean, since I found the recipe, we've been eating it, eating it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've made it several times. Now, I, for the photo, I, I added some red bell pepper because I thought it needed some color. Sure. And I thought red pepper would, would also taste nice. Mm hmm. So I just cut up some red bell pepper, didn't even cook it, just sprinkled it on top when I was done. And then for some extra freshness and a little bit of cilantro, um, the noodle. Now, the noodles, we needed a side dish. So the noodles are just a Filipino version of ramen noodles. Um, it's the flavor is pancit canton or something. It's uh, or calamansi. I think it's calamansi flavored. So it's like a lime flavored noodles. Um, okay. And that wasn't in the recipe. I just needed a side and he had some, he goes to the Filipino store occasionally and he had some, some noodles in there. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I just did that for a side, for a side. Mm -hmm. Well, how was your experience? What did you think, Joe? So I'm going to tell you something. I have a couple of things to say. I'm going to be a little bit of the Adam Burns today. How 
could you not have had something that was on there? Oh, by the way, I will say this. Mm-hmm. If you don't have um, water chestnuts, the first time I had it, I didn't have any, but I had walnuts. And I know they're completely not the same thing. I understand that. But you can add nuts for crunch. You could do peanuts, walnuts, you know, whatever nuts you have around. You just want some some texture in there. Anyway, go, Joe. So I went today to the supermarket uh, mid-morning to buy the ingredients. And I only needed a few. I had, like, I had the sriracha. I imagine you couldn't do the sriracha because Mark doesn't like spicy food. I could do the sriracha. So I had the sriracha. I had the hoisin. I had all those ingredients. I just needed, actually, I, what I needed was the produce. I needed the butter lettuce. I needed the green onion. I needed an onion. I needed the garlic. The, the, the fresh stuff, okay? But I also needed the ground chicken. So I go there, and this place is known for having a really good meat selection and a but- they have a full butcher and everything. But they didn't have ground chicken. They had a ton of ground turkey, but no ground chicken. Well, believe it or not, I was thinking, do I want ground turkey or do I want to stay what what would I want to stay authentically Chinese here? And the Chinese wouldn't use ground turkey. The Chinese well, would, they would use, use ground pork, wouldn't they? And that's what I used. I used huh? ground pork. So I made that's the only change I made. The only change was I subbed ground pork for the ingredients. The other thing I did was I feel now this could be being me being a cooking snob, right? The ingre- the, the directions are not written correctly. And what I mean is in terms of I shouldn't say like I'm the be all and end all of knowing cooking or whatever, but I've cooked a lot. And for what I know, in cooking, and I could be wrong, but the order is wrong. So on this, the recipe as provided, not you, you didn't write the recipe, but from the internet, they want you to cook the meat first, and then the sauce, all the sauces with the onions and garlic at the same time. And I'm like, that's out of order and weird, because anyone who cooks a lot knows you saute the onions and aromatics in oil first to bring out the the flavor, and then you put in the meat, and then you put in the sauces. So that's what I did. Oh, that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. I, the recipe. I, I think I loosely follow recipes. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think I think because I think your instinct kicked in, and you know that's what you're supposed to do. That's, that's yeah. not that's not that's not what the recipe says. The recipe is all backwards. Okay, so the recipe the recipe actually makes it harder. The recipe wants Absolutely. you to cook the chicken. Right? I will say this in general, and you know this about me. Yeah. But I feel like recipes are starting points or suggestions, you know, and then I will, and, and most times, unless it's like a baked good, mm-hmm. I don't even need the technique. Give me yeah. the temperature and the ingredients. And I'm probably, I don't even need to read all that. Yeah. You know, BS. Just anyway. Yeah. So you you so instinctually you probably realize that because the actually by the instructions is actually harder. On the instructions they want you to cook the meat first, take out the meat and put it dirty a bowl, then put the onions and the garlic and all the sauces. I don't even know how they said till it's translucent. Translucent. How would you know the onions were translucent when it's all mixed in the hoisin sauce and the soy sauce? I don't know. That was really strange. So. And then they want you to put the meat back in. It was all very backwards and weird. I didn't understand what was going on. But that said, 
I used the sriracha, and I'm going to tell you something. Now, maybe I'm a big fan of spicy food. I think it's they say they say it's optional. I think it's essential. I'm going to tell you something, Adam. Big hit here in the house. Oh, good. My parents loved it. I liked it very much. Okay, we had it with the sriracha, so there was a little bit of a kick. But I will say, my dad doesn't like spicy food at all, and he was able to handle it. Maybe you should try it with a little sriracha, Adam. See if Mark can take it. Maybe don't put the whole tablespoon, but maybe just a little bit. Because that heat is really, a, it, it mixes in really well with the flavors. So they're asking in the chat room how many um, Weight Watchers points it is. Now, I did, I I substituted, the only substitution I made was um, turkey. And I do use the 99%. I mean, I use the, the dry-ass turkey. So I, I'm going to tell you that right now. But... I'm looking for the recipe because I put the recipe in. Um, I said it only makes three servings because it's a, a one pound. Of ma- I mean, I eat a lot of food, so I said it makes three servings. Um, and I, it's three points for one serving. Yeah, I, this was an A plus. I, I really, really liked it. Um, so anyway, uh, okay. So I give it an A plus. Very, very. Every Adam's right. No, I'm, sorry, I'm wrong. I said it was two servings and only three points. So a whole pound of meat with all the stuff is only a total of six points. And that's just from the hoisin sauce. That's it. Anyway, sorry, Joe. Oh, so um, like I was saying, like you were saying and, and everyone's chat room saying, it's very, very easy. It was actually even a little easier for me. I don't know if this is true everywhere. I live in a very Asian area, so they have a selection of water chestnuts and they had some already that were pre-diced. So I got those. Um, uh, and so that made it even easier. I didn't even have to dice any water chestnuts, you know? Um, and so, yeah, big hit. Okay. So I've been thinking, Adam, a lot about our arrangement here. And I do want to do a thing where we cook from something that everybody, something everybody can get. Okay. And we've tried these books and they're good and stuff like that. Um, but uh, I was thinking, why don't I just get you a subscription to Cook's Country Magazine, okay? Because it only comes out every two months, so that gives us more than enough time to cook a few recipes from that we- that issues uh, that issue, and then we go on to the next issue, and it's seasonal, so then it, it just changes with the season. So I'd also be interested to try. Yeah, Cook's Country is fine, but I would also be interested in trying Bon Appetit magazine um, at some point. Okay, that's fine too. So, uh, you, well, you know, for all you Apple TV, uh, Apple News people, Bon Appetit, you get it free with Apple News or whatever. Okay, so uh, here's this issue. And so here's a funny thing that you're going to like. So my parents were at, they really liked the recipe today. And they go, and they were asking all these questions about the podcast and what, what do we talk about with the recipes. And, this. and then my dad says, you know, you're always making these recipes. Why don't you guys ever make desserts? And I was like, oh, Adam would love to make because desserts. you're a diabetic. Yeah, that's why I said. I know I said it because you're diabetic and, I, you know, whatever. So he's insisting on the dessert this time. Right. Okay. So from this issue of Cook's Country Magazine, I'll give you a choice. Okay. All right. They're all right next to each other in the magazine, so it won't be hard. So I'll show you the pictures. What I like about Cook's Country is in the back, they have all the pictures of the recipe and what page they're on. So I got to go to page 23. By the way, for those of you at home, I'm looking at uh, the Cook's Country issue. They're probably going to come up with a new one very soon. 
This is, oh yeah, it's only good till July 5th. So it's probably a new one coming any day. Um, okay. So this is from page 23. All right. Uh, it's a key lime pie. Let me show you the picture, Adam. So I'm going to let you choose among these three. Actually, among okay. two. Among two. Because I'm there's hungry. one that I'm not really... Huh? Okay. Key lime pie. Yep. The next page has... Now, if you want to choose this, it's fine. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Peach gratin. I guess what you're saying. A peach That might be low points. I will say there's not much to that recipe. It just seems to be peaches. Is it... I can't tell. Is it custard? No, like what, it, what, it only has a few ingredients. It has, it might, let me see. It has peaches, sugar, masala, vanilla extract, table salt, and yolks. Yeah, look, there's a little bit of a custard. Yeah, custard. Oh, the key lime pie then. Okay, I'm wait, not no, a... no, there's another one. There's another one. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Then the next one, the next page, raspberry pound cake. Right here. Raspberry pound okay. cake. So key lime pie, you, okay, the peach is gone, and then there's raspberry pound cake. Which one? I'm of not those? a big raspberry fan either, so uh, I'll, I'll stick with the key lime pie. All right, key lime pie it is. So this is key lime pie from Cook's Country. For the... I actually love pound cake, but okay. I don't like raspberries, let and I don't want to be like, me... oh, Joe, I changed. Well, let me the... see. There oh, might key be lime pie is fine. Key there lime might... pie is fine. There might be a substitute. Let me see here. Key nope. lime pie is okay though. Okay. I- I'm good with that. All right. Uh, all right. So key lime pie. It's for everyone listening at home. It's from Cook's Country. I'm going to post the recipe in the Discord, but it's from the June-July 2021 issue. And uh, that's what we're going to do, a key lime pie for the next episode. Looks good. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, and that is, the, unless you, I missed something, Adam, that is cooking segment. Nope, that's it. By the way, just an announcement right here, the perfect place to put it. You and I will be uh, recording Throwing Down Live during the Pride 48 weekend, which I think is July 23rd. The weekend of what, Adam? What are the dates? The 23rd through the 25th. And we're July 24th at yeah. what time? Oh, shit. You. <laughs> At some time during that. Everyone should know, Adam and I have had so many fights over the past week about this Pride 48. Because you're a diva. Oh, 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 oh. Please tell me how I'm a diva. You're like, oh, I don't care what time. And then I move one thing. And you you immediately text me and say, "Uh, how did this happen? How did this get moved? Or why did this? Oh, I know why you moved it. You wanted a better time slot. Oh, and I'm like, I thought you didn't care. No, I don't care. I told you, I told you, it's this Taylor is a problem. Okay. Is Taylor is very like things have to be at a certain time. And so I had already told him six and I was like, oh no, I'm going to hear from Taylor. Why is it at five? I thought it was at five. I already told Baba Lou that we'd have dinner at five and then we had dinner at six. I'm like, it's three weeks away. So I was already anticipating that. Now, by the way, I told Taylor he was fine. Right. But in I my, I was, I was telling the story in my head. And freaking out. But I was just worrying about the true prima donna, Taylor the the prima donna. So we're at – I'm looking at the calendar, at the schedule right now. I'm trying to open it. Mm-hmm. We are Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. And then you're also going to be uh, – you're doing three we're just, shows we're on the weekend. Every day during the weekend. Yeah, Friday yeah, night. So we're gonna, yeah, go ahead. 
Friday night at 11 Eastern, uh, you're doing RuPaul's Drag Race recap. And then on Sunday, mm-hmm. you're doing RuPaul's Drag Race reunion with you and Taylor and Daniel at 5 p.m. on yeah. Sunday. And all of these are Eastern time. So, Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a, a big weekend on Pride 48. Uh, everyone's going to be showing up. There, I think there are around 37 shows for the weekend. Wow. So it's going to be fun. Uh, and by the way, if you want to see people spew hatred about me, go to the Pride 48 Discord while I'm on the air. Uh, should be a good time. Um, speaking of, so, uh, my birthday is this weekend. It's on Sunday. Okay. And I hate my birthday. Okay. I hate it. But not for the reasons people think. You know, a lot of people hate their birthdays because they're going to get another year older, i.e. you, or whatnot. No, I don't hate my birthday for any of those reasons. I hate my birthday because it's on the 4th of July. Okay? And as a growing... Adam is so reading something else. What are you reading right now? I'm trying to find you. I've lost your window. It's it's fine. Okay. O- old people problems. All right. Keep going. Old people who are trying to find on their pod, live podcast the, their Google Meet window. Uh, anyway, I was born on the 4th of July, and um, my parents have a swimming pool. So during my very impressionable formative years, all the way, I would say, even through high school, my larger extended Mexican family always looked to my family to have a big, giant 4th of July bash for ostensibly my birthday, but they really just wanted me to do on 4th of July and go swimming in our pool. All right? And what that meant for me was that I had to spend, like, the week before doing all kinds of chores. I would inevitably get in trouble and get punished or tr- on my birthday or get yelled at on my birthday because I wasn't cleaning something correctly. Or I'd- so in, in my head... My birthday is associated not only with not fun, but of like stress and anxiety and being in trouble to make other people happy for my birthday. So you do get fireworks on your birthday. I don't like fireworks. So maybe because of that. I don't know. So um, I have just very negative associations, like stress and anxiety with my birthday. Then what happened at a certain point is... um, People started to get lives, right? And in my birthday, when I tried to do anything for myself or have a party or anything like that, I became a plan B. So um, they would say, oh, yeah, I can show up to your place, to your party, your birthday event. Um, And then they would always inevitably cancel because something better came along. Right. And it would hurt my feelings every single time to the point where I just stopped having birthday parties because I felt like it would, you know, the the RSVP list would start with, let's say, 30 and it would dwindle down to like 12 by the time closer you got to 4th of July, which is nothing wrong with those 12 people. But it's like it just sucks to get like 18 people just boom, 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 text you or call you last minute before or after and say, oh, sorry, I couldn't make it. It was just High cancellation rate because 4th of July would roll around and something better would come along. All right. And so as a result, about probably within the past 10 years, I just decided, you know what? On my birthday on the 4th of July, 
I'm going to just have like a breakfast with my family. Like we'll go to breakfast and then uh, I'll just stay home and watch television or play video games. And I've, I'll be honest with you, Adam, I've loved that. I have loved that. The only thing was last year during the pandemic, my grandmother and grandfather were hanging on for dear life or dear lives their dear lives, uh, on my birthday. So there was a pallor of death over the house. And then my grandparents landed up passing away. Like my grandma died on the seventh and my grandpa died on the ninth. Okay. But it was like, they could have gone, they could go that day. Yeah. So my birthday was really sad last year. So I was like, okay, everything's opening up again. Uh, we're safer. And I'm going to have a few people over. I'm going to break my rule and have a few people over. So I invited John Paul. I invited Lori. I invited Jay. Uh, They've all already canceled? Pardon me? Have they all already canceled? <laughs> Lori canceled like a few days later. She said something yes. Came up, Joe. <laughs> something came No, I'm not even being funny. Something came up and she canceled. Okay. So I'll be like, okay, well, it's Jay, John Paul, and then my friend Buck was going to come too. High school friend Buck. Okay. Buck, I will say, Buck is still coming. We're never going to mention him again. Buck's still coming. Are you are you friends with Buck Angel? Is that is no, that the same no, Buck? Is no. that uh No. Buck Mason is his name. Oh. So then, um, which is the same name as a t-shirt company or something, ironically or coincidentally. So then Jay calls me yesterday. And it's so funny because I'm so used to it. That I was out running errands and I was, so he starts making like small talk and I go, okay, get to the part about my birthday party. He goes, oh, well, it's funny that you mentioned that. And then it starts telling me this super long convolute, like way too many details to the story, you know, like too many details about like his mom and she assumed that he was coming. And so she promised his aunt that he'd bring some sort of dish. And now he has to go. I was like, okay fine but then and at, at, at the moment it didn't bother me and i want everyone to know too i'm sure jay has a legitimate reason and jay didn't you know jay didn't do anything wrong but it did is it, this jay of jay after ellis buzz yeah after buzz okay. tv's jay ellis after buzz tv's jay ellis the famous jay the famous jay ellis i don't know what happened it just really triggered those old wounds it triggered those childhood wounds those wounds of always feeling like plan b or i have to work or blah 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 blah. and i literally had i went through it yesterday adam burns i was like and i had to do a drag race i had to do drag race all-stars episode two yesterday but from like when jay called me up until like a half an hour before i was like crying i was like sobbing crying like really depressed like crying uncontrollably i texted aiden and said you know no one loves he was at work and i was like no one loves me no one cares about me which and then of course i got in trouble for that because he loves joe me. i'll come to your birthday party yeah you want to fly well it'd be about the oh, same oh, as driving wait. uh man uh man yeah. the saint thomas trip came up I'm <laughs> oh so no sorry, but that makes joe. sense I... because i don't mind if you're like oh i'm going to saint thomas but don't say yes and then back out and say no that's oh, the trigger all right I'm going to say something that might be controversial, but aren't gay people just the worst, though, Joe? I mean, gay men are so flaky. Yeah. So anytime you're having something and you invite gay men over, Mm -hmm. squirrel, 
I mean, it, the the next thing that comes along, it, that that a shiny thing that draws their attention, and they're mm-hmm. going to cancel on you. That's mm-hmm. just the way gay men are. Yeah, that's what was sort of. I think maybe what triggered me about Jay is so just by coincidence, Jay, the party that Jay's going to, I think it's at his aunt's house, is fairly close to my parents' house. It's like within ten miles, under ten miles, I would say, from my parents' house, right? And I had told Jay, like, oh, it's super casual, like, almost like, come and go as you please. And so there were no, like, options. There were no, like, oh, well, it's at two. Do you mind if we stop by and say hi at, like, one or maybe come after or something like that, right? No. It was like we're out. And I – because I – look, this Why is- don't you do something? Okay, 4th of July. Now, I know with COVID and everything you can't – but why don't you do something where it's like – we're going to go to a concert and a few of your friends buy tickets to it where you are actually going to an event. And then if it's a good enough event mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about a better event coming along, you know, oh, we're going to go see Adele on my birthday or whatever. Yeah, that's, not, that's actually not a, bad I, that's not a bad idea. One of the ideas I toyed with was running out of the theater because it's actually fairly cheap right now. Uh, but then John Paul talked me out of it before Jay canceled. Uh, here's the look. Ultimately, it's actually not bad that Jay canceled because I was like on the menu side. I was like, oh, I got to worry because Jay, you know, only eats like bamboo shoots. And so what are you, you know, how do you make bamboo shoots work on 4th of July? But now it's like I can do like hot links and hamburgers and all kinds of traditional more 4th of July things. And um, so, but it's just, it's just, it. I feel like, I don't know, there's a part of me that's like, Jay's not going to his aunt's house. You know, but that's irrelevant. Who cares? He's not coming, right? But it really, really, really hurt my feelings. And it was like, I knew logically then, uh, like, it had nothing to do with Jay. It has to do with childhood. It was, a, it was that little boy all over again, you know? Um, and so it, it was It was very painful yesterday. Oh, I'll tell you this. If yeah. I lived there and you invited me yeah. and i said i was going to go i would not cancel also yeah my favorite what i would really love to do on my birthday mm-hmm. is be completely alone yes nobody yes no, no not mark yes. not anybody yes have a triple cheeseburger yes. from waterburger and a couple of order of fries yes. and an entire chocolate cake yes or chocolate pie and watch like an X Files marathon. Adam, I'm gonna like, tell I, you. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. I've had that for the past eight years, and I'm gonna tell you what. You know, one of my my best birthdays ever was. I think it was like three or four years ago. Like three or four years ago, I did that. The, I went to breakfast with my family, came home, and that day Netflix dropped the entire. I think it was season two or season three of Stranger Things, and I was like, I stayed in my room. I ate shitty food and watched Stranger Things for like twelve hours, That's and perfect. it was that was the best. Bir- it was like literally one of my favorite birthdays right. ever. And and but how I- do you how do you say to people for my birthday? Yeah, I would like for you to leave me the hell alone. I know, but That's I've good. done that for years, and I've been very happy. And then this one time, I poked my head out a little bit. And um, by the way, uh, you know, fifty percent of the people who were going to the party canceled. Well, I. I'm sorry, Joe. You'll have a better time with a smaller number of people. Mm-hmm. You know that's what fun. that's what John Paul said. Who's that's this what John, Jay Ellis anyway? That's I mean, what John on. Paul said. John Paul was like, and, "Who needs Jay Ellis? You have your friends who you've known for over thirty years." Um, not to make this about me. No, make it about you. But uh, 
I mean, I just really, the thing about me is people tire me out because I'm such a people pleaser mm-hmm. that I just get tired mm-hmm. by people because I'm constantly, even if it's subconscious, I'm constantly trying to please everyone else. Mm-hmm. So that is why being alone, I have fantasized so many times about like moving to an island where it's just me, <laughs> just me, yeah. nobody to please, mm-hmm. just me and the palm trees. Yeah. Anyway. You'll 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 have a good time. I, I think it'll be better. No, no, you'll, it'll be fine. Be... It'll be better, more casual. You know, like it'll just be Evil John posing his dolls and John Paul, and we're gonna watch like a movie on like a big sc- giant screen. And I know Buck for thirty plus years. I've known John Paul for thirty plus years, so it'll be a good time. But it was, but it was just weird. It was just, it was very. Busy. So what's funny too is I don't know if this ever happened to you with podcasting. Is I was really worried, so I emailed my co-host and said, "Listen, I've been crying. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to pull it together for the show." And they were trying to pitch in to their love. I love that one of them was Lori. They were trying to pitch in, you know, and blah 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 blah. And then by the time the show rolled around, I had pulled it together, and I was faking it. In the beginning of the show, but by the when I started when I started up and started doing the show, by the end of the show, I felt better. And so, and eighty was incredible. Doing thing. a show, I've had but so mm-hmm. there have been times when I've been in a bad mood, and I've gotten on a show with Daniel, and I've completely bitten his head off. Mm-hmm. He just says something that just j- whatever you know, and I was already in a bad mood. So Mark makes me watch something on TV that's happy. Uh-huh. <laughs> before i go to a podcast mm-hmm. but yeah i mean i have i have had emotions happen on a mm-hmm. podcast before so oh you gotta tell me so anyway are there, are there any stories we didn't get to tell adam burns no we've we, we've gone long enough and i don't have anything i'll just say i'll have i'll hopefully i'll have some saint thomas stories when i get back oh that's right and, and a key lime uh, pie yep all right well have a good time in saint thomas i'm sure there'll be a lot of like Everyone's just looking at my dad, Bob. We should have like St. Thomas bingo where the things you'll complain about in St. Thomas. I'm sure I've got, well, Mark's got to shave my back before we go so I can. Oh, do you have a hairy back? Yeah. My shoulders. I'm so manly, Joe. I have no, I'm so, I'm so, uh, Mexican native, um, uh, you know, indigenous Mexican on that part. I have like no hair on my body except for my pubic hair. You know, when I was a younger, twinkier version of myself, I used to once a week I would shave everything. I mean, my entire body, my legs, my everything. Mm-hmm. Now, nothing. I'm just yeah. a big hairball. So, there you go. Thank you for listening to Throwing Down with Adam and Joe. Follow Adam Burns on Twitter at GeekyGayTV. You can also email Adam Burns at adamburns.uk at gmail.com or visit his website at geekygay.com. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Throwing Down is an Afterthought Media podcast.